This is the story of a girl. Welcome to Only Girls, a girl pod for your girl squad. I'm Sarah Gorman. And I'm Natalia Rodas. And on this podcast, we take a piece of pop culture with the word girl in the name and discuss how it relates to modern womanhood. Girls, girls only. Hey, everyone. Hey. So we're back. We're back talking about the girl, wash your face. Book. we both that's basically our summary like end of podcast my girl no girl no bye bye guys girl bye oh my god it should be noted that i listened to well first of all i did not listen to the entire book i listened to i don't even know it was a very short span of time i'm not sure if i got past the second chapter we can talk what, about why I quit, but yeah, how far did I, you get? I got, I think, through two, like three or four chapters, maybe. Okay. But I, then I read summaries of the rest because mm-hmm. I was like, I can't Good. do Thank her you. voice anymore. Um, we do our research. We have, and I did a lot of through. research on like um, reading articles and yeah, all of that about it. So. Yes. I feel pretty comfortable in understanding the content. And, like, honestly, like, each of the chapters are like, here's a lie you didn't know about your, like, you didn't know was a lie. And it's all things that are, like, so obvious. It's, like, it's like, here's a lie. You're not actually better than anybody else. Like, what? <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Or, like, here's a lie. And the examples of from her life. Your weight doesn't define you. And oh I'm like, God. yeah, I know. Thank you so and also, much. Even though you're all fat, of your talk, as yeah, I was gonna fuck. say, you have a whole chapter about how your weight doesn't define you, but then throughout the book, you measure success by weight loss. You're yes. like, for every time I post a picture of myself looking gorgeous, I talk about when I was overweight and sitting on the couch yep. to like show yep. that I've grown. I'm like, that's not growth. That's like not even related. Yeah, I um, can be overweight and sitting on a couch and grown. Way further than you, bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the at the point that I stopped listening was she, I think it was, I numbered the lies. Um, there's so many. It was still on lie number one. <laughs> and there's still, like, none of them were new information. She says, she's talking about taking accountability. And she says, would you be friends with the woman? Your friend is dieting and, like, basically quote unquote failing at her diet and she says something like would you trust a woman who keeps flaking on her diet because that means she may be a flake to you as a friend and I was like done like I I would be like I that is like I would just be constantly telling my friend please don't be dieting but also I mind the fuck my fucking and also I don't yeah, it's not my business what other people eat. It's not my business other people's weight. Mm-mm. It's on a measurement of their success or failure, what they eat or how much they weigh. Yeah. Not even not even would cross my mind. Would not give a shit. It is absolutely no indication of how they will be as a friend. And I hate that so much. She is obviously projecting her. And failing at a diet. It's because diets are designed for you to fail at because they want you to keep doing them. Yes. They, want you to, they don't want you to like lose weight and then not need them anymore. Yes. Diets don't work. Look up the science. Yeah, Ugh. and I hate the word, I hate the fact that the word diet has become more than the meaning of this is the, these are the things I eat. Right. Like my diet, I have a diet because I can't eat certain things. That's technically right. a like, diet. Oh, it's not like, like 
A diet is just like what you eat. Like, it's, oh, I'm on a vegetarian diet. That's not you're on a diet. Diet has become the same as like weight loss exactly. program. Exactly. Anyway. Well. Just accept that you're going to die and like do what you want. Do what That's you want. That's my Whatever. theory. My thing is like if you if your body feels better doing this, right. eating this or doing this activity, like I know certain things that I do that make me feel more connected with my body. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's not the perspective that we all have. Like, do you know what I mean? No, and I think that that's a huge point about this book in general because she's talking about how basically the overall message is, like, you're in control of your own life. You can pull yourself up from your bootstraps and, like, make success happen. But then all of her measures of success are completely external. They're being thin in it, like, being in good shape or whatever she defines that as being skinny they're getting married having a husband they're buying a louis vuitton bag they're like having this business she never really talks about like how you can internally like just feel better about yourself no matter what your outside circumstances are it's like i had to work so hard enough that to be able to afford this louis vuitton bag and like that's when i knew i'd made it like you can know you've made it like wherever you are in life like it's the opposite of, like, helpful self-help to me, like, because I think what we should be doing is, like, encouraging people to know that they're, like, enough as they are. And she, like, says that, but she's, like, you know, you're she enough says- as they as you are in the sense that you're capable yes. of, like, achieving higher success. And if you don't, then, like, it's no one's fault but your own. No, she literally But if says, I don't want a Louis Vuitton bag, that sounds stupid to me. When she was like, I got my first $10,000 check from consulting and I went to immediately to Louis Vuitton to buy a bag. I'm like, invest that shit. Yeah, no, I know. It's um, the writer, uh, Laura Turner. She wrote the um, article, Girl, Wash Your Face is a massive bestseller with a dark message. It's from BuzzFeed News. Both of us have read mm-hmm. it. And she says, and these are a lot of the thoughts that I had in, in the intro of the book. It doesn't even, it's, I've told Sarah, I feel like this book is dangerous. I feel like yep. it's um, morally, like. If I was, like, mentally not in a good place <laughs> exactly. and I read this, I would feel like I'd probably spiraled downward yeah at just self-blame yeah so um but she literally in the intro some of the um rachel hollis's quotes are first of all she says you're more than the person you are right now i have i completely disagree i i think that you're exactly the person you you, are right now and the person you are right now is great yeah no matter where you're at i think that that's saying don't be content with who you are right now i think it's really messed up um she says that everything in her life is based on the decisions you make and you are in charge of the results i said what about the mentally you're Ill? absolutely what not about in poverty charge of the what about racism what about homophobia like yeah like what, what about the- infertility yes like, what about like health problems what about anything else like you're not in, like I get I think that your life is the decisions you make but you have to accept that you have to like be not to like get into like this is my philosophy on life no, but it's, you have to like be good with like the decisions alone and not expect and like not be defined by the results because otherwise so much of life it like I don't know I feel like this is what I feel is like so much of life is random chance and like 
also your circumstances and also all these things that like you just have to be good yeah you just have to be good with like what you do and be like you know what i feel good i did did what i could and like if i didn't like didn't turn out the way that i had wanted it to doesn't mean like it was bad because i feel good about like what i did day to day totally but when she says the results are up to you then like you're just setting all these women off for like failure and disappointment it's so like what if you're like desperately trying to get pregnant and like do all this stuff and then the results, you guess you take that as like a personal failure. Yeah, I think it's reprehensible. Like it's yeah. awful. Um, and so yeah, she said life should do a re- life should be a creation of your own making. I okay. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, but that's I also like not think, a thing. That's like not. It's nonsense. I thing. also think that she completely um, contradicts herself because she does share that she um, is. A Christian specifically a Pentecostal denomination um, and she so she believes and this again is no I almost said no shade on but this is not a criticism of this religion like this right. is I don't know enough about it other than this girl <laughs> so Pentecostals turn up they they, they go, seem intense they are intense I'm not gonna lie I believe they are the people who dance with snakes have you ever seen that? Like a church in church where they hop around and because they believe that um, if you are right with God, he will protect you from the snake biting you. And some of them are poisonous. Well, that like trap, honestly. (laughs) But like the fact that she is so adamant that like, if you like, if you put things in, like good things will happen. Like if she really fundamentally believes that like, if she does the right things, then God is looking out for her. Well, then that makes sense. Yeah. She says that God is in control. God has a plan for my life, but it's like, okay, then, but then then life hating life, huh? Being exactly. Cause then you're like, no, but life is up to you. Like don't sit on your laurels. Like if God has a plan, like I'm just going to chill and be like, whatever, God has a plan. Yeah. And honestly, in its own, (laughs) in my own specific understanding, God, God, the, goddess whatever's out there if there's anything out there the then universe. i'm like the yeah. universe yeah, yeah that's what i i believe does dictate like i just believe things are happening i'm rolling with them i do things that i enjoy i work on things that i want and that's it and i'm not saying like <laughs> don't have goals but i'm saying no. like i don't know i think of um I read Amy Poehler's book, Yes, Please, and I felt like she had so much good... I made that note. ...advice about, like... She was like, if you work toward, like, achieving specific measurements of success without, like, enjoying what you're doing, then, like, you're just setting yourself up for failure. Yes. And, like, her best advice was, like, when it comes to, like, career goals, like, just kind of let it go. Like... No, she says... Like, you- like be like, uh, so much of it is out of your control that, like, you just yes. have to feel good about what you're doing and not be like, well, because I didn't, like, get this promotion or get this job or this role or whatever in her mind. Especially, I think, being in Hollywood, like, you probably learn that really quickly that, like, it's not a... Like, life is not a meritocracy. Like, it's nope. not whoever is the best or the most qualified, like, gets the best things. And so you just need to make yourself that and then you'll be good. Like, that's just not... It is some of the best advice I've ever read where it's like basically work on what you want to do and like have those, have a goal, but the goal shouldn't be now I'm on the stage of the Oscars. Right. And also the goal shouldn't be like, yeah, like I want to fame, like I want to like 
star in my own TV show by the time I'm 30 or something like that. Absolutely. Like, whatever. Like, right. And I which, like, like, if that's your goal. Yikes. Um, <laughs> yeah. I knew you were Lena Dunham and Lena Dunham exclusively. Um, <laughs> um, no, I, I, and I think that that brings up a good point because, I mean, she keeps, she says, you'll become the person you are. Oh, I already said that. She says, you are more than you have become. I don't know. I don't know what that because right now you're a failure, right? And then, so I noticed that she often qualifies anything she's about to say with "you guys, I'm not perfect," and I'm like, who assumes that you are perfect? Like that is such bullshit. Right. And the writer of this article, yeah, I loved the parts about like the curated imperfection, exactly, exactly, <laughs> which is, it is such, such a thing. A thing. It is like, look at this dimple on my butt i have cellulite too you guys like kendall jenner eating pizza yeah yeah (laughs) yeah no for real and it and that being curated and it's brave when it's like wow it's like when kim kardashian is like here's my eczema i'm just like you you're like like, i get it like that's great that you're sharing that or like what is it psoriasis whatever she shares on her skin Mm -hmm. but like at the same time you're curating how much of that you're going to share. You're curating how that fits in with like the next picture mm-hmm. of like you in a bikini at the beach mm-hmm. thriving. Mm-hmm. Like it's all still part of like what you ch- are choosing to show to the world. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's how the so, world which is, is operating. Fine, but like don't act like you're like some brave like yeah. person who's like, guys, I'm not perfect. When like you're still editing like just the nature of social media instagram whatever is that like we're all editing ourselves consciously or unconsciously and if you don't like acknowledge that like even if you post a picture of you like picking your nose or whatever like you probably took like five and picked exactly like oh but like my skin looks good or like whatever it's just like like, even if you're not consciously doing it like we're all curating it and that's fine but don't act like you're suddenly braver because you curated something that i don't know shows that you're a human i don't know no i know it's just it's like it's nothingness it's just nothingness i didn't wear makeup this is me no makeup hashtag whatever hashtag yeah Um, yeah and like you can still tell they have their like lash extensions on yes and you know they have a bb cream on <laughs> right like, yeah you know what i'm saying and even um, if they didn't it's like but you picked the one that you thought you looked the best in with right. the best lighting and all of that and like i would do the same thing exactly. but i am certainly not calling myself some sort of like hero of imperfection because like i decided one day like you know what even though you can see my zit in this picture i'm gonna post it like that's not anything no it's really not it's not there's so many contradictions in this book it's mm-hmm. all like See, I don't care what you think of me, but then this whole book is all about how much she cares what everyone else thinks of her, and that's her measure of success. And I read a couple of yes. articles about it. One from the Catholic News Agency um, <laughs> called Girl Check Yourself, an Honest Review of Girl Wash Your Face by Mary Razak. And then I read another one from um, The Federalist, which is like a conservative publication. Mm-hmm. It was by Cheryl Magnus, and that was like also a criticism, like basically talking about, I thought this was a really good point. Like clearly I'm not, I'm not religious. I don't like relate to their, mm-hmm. these people's perspectives, but um, I thought it was really interesting how they basically called out that like, this is a faith-based book. It's all about that. But then when she talks about like facing hardships or, like 
wanting to be better, all of it is like measured by like her, what she can do more of and like her external things rather than like turning to God or like turning to her faith or relying on that stuff. And I was like, that's a really good point. Cause like, even if it's not, even if you're like, faith is not present Christian. Yeah. Like my faith in like the world is that like everything is like completely random and I'm mostly out of control of things. And like, I turn to that in hard times and it's helpful rather than like, and letting something then like they're down then like being like, Oh, I'm not trying hard enough. I need to just like do this. And like, I thought that was really interesting because I do think it's like well, this of, weird, that, like it's pseudo feminist and also pseudo Christian and also like it's mostly just capitalist. I would have more respect if she wrote a, a like a focus on the family. Totally, like, like I would be, I or truly if she would just have like more have faith that her. God has a plan and like relax a little bit. I feel yeah. like you know what? Don't agree, but. I don't. I have faith that no one has a plan for me and life is random. But I get. I think we should all relax. <laughs> I truly do yeah. as well. Um, I don't know. I just think that like. And I like the point that you made about. I mean, this. There is this thread of faith. Then there's this like, bar- barely a thread of like this distorted second wave feminism. Yeah. White lady. Like, like just weird, soft like, enough to like not ruffle feathers. Right. Like, like Christian boy. Lean boy, in. Yes, kind of totally. Mentality. And then all of it adds up to a capitalist. Yeah. Agenda. And I was reading. So um, the New York Times did an interview with her called mm-hmm. um, the No Nonsense Gospel of Rachel Hollis. Um, it was by Allie Jones, and it was um, kind of going off of her second book, Girl, Stop Apologizing, like, with the release of that, and actually mentions, like, the BuzzFeed article. Oh, Specifically really? as, like, this came out, as, like, a criticism. What do you think? Uh-huh. And let me find what she said. She yeah. says, one of the things the book has been attacked for is, you say that anyone can pull themselves up by the bootstraps and go. That's just not true for everyone. And I disagree, Miss Hollis told me. I just, to the marrow of my bones, I disagree because there are too many people living in opposition to that belief. I moved to LA, left a crappy childhood, got three jobs, and worked really freaking hard. I'm not saying everybody has the same opportunities. I'm not saying everybody has the same resources. Of course they don't. But you, meaning the public, buying into the idea that that it can't happen for you because of what your life looks like right now doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve you. That's the hill I'll die on. Really so basically, like, say, fundamentally, like, she's like, I believe in capitalism. I believe in, like, that anyone can make it, it happen for themselves. It being, like, material wealth, I guess. Yeah. It being, like, Louis Vuitton bag and... Working, at three, getting three jobs and working really freaking hard to become Rachel Hollis sounds like a miserable life to me. Like, yeah. Yes. Um, Personally. But anyway. But yeah, like... Well... And I mean, that's just basically like a, saying that, like, I get what she's saying of like, oh, just like thinking of life as like, there's nothing I can do about it to make it better. Um, isn't helpful, but. But also that mentality can come from so many things out of your control. And also, like, like there's a and, line between that and like, yeah, everything is in my control. And like, it's such BS. Like, yeah, I'm really trying to filter my 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 language when I get this like I'm like and offended but I'm also like 
you know, I was going to say, how did this happen? But it just like, actually, we, I know how it happened. Like, and also it she is says, that, like, there are so many people living in opposition to that belief. And then she just uses herself as an example. Which is... Who else? What make, are your other examples? Make it a memoir. Right? Talk about your life. Yeah, the, but don't like, tell me don't that tell I have to live life like you did. That your, quote unquote, lies to yourself apply to everybody when you have such privilege i just think like yeah her a, husband is like was a big executive he's a at Hollywood Disney. executive yeah like she's like oh i made this like event planning business all on my own i'm like you probably use like your husband's money but Which, okay okay use your yeah. husband's money but don't preach about it like it's something that every single woman has the privilege to like reach that point it's such bs um, and i just think of like there's so much like they said it was like a hint of girl boss but i never read it or I don't yeah know. i think that that's like a whole other thing to talk yeah. about that i feel like i don't have the emotional capacity yeah, to take on because that I'm girl not even annoys, talking about annoys the shit out of me um but yeah like just the whole like she has the word mogul tattooed on her wrist like her, the fact that your ultimate goal in life is to be considered like a mogul is like anyone I see is like other than like Beyonce and Jay Z and Hakeem on um and Hakeem on Empire. <laughs> he's got that mogul sweat. Anyone else I see who's a mogul, I'm like like Jeff Bezos. I'm like he seems like a terrible person who doesn't live by Christian values. If that's like what no, you're really about, the Christian who doesn't values- live by like ethical values, who like yes. abuses workers, who like all these things that like, but that's like her measurement of success well, or like she's, I don't I, know yeah. like it's just like being on top of the capitalist system is the ultimate goal no it truly is and I mean that's you know I'm exploring uh kind of writing about a mega church oh my god and like I've also been like so I've been to these hole in the wall like Pentecostal storefront um churches before it like I said it was intense um, and I've been to the, like, electric guitar, like, pastor with frosted tips, like, mega church before. Yes. And, like, in some ways, it's, like, certain pastors, ministers, whatever, leaders contradict the message that they're sending to people and exploit people's morality. This is not my dad, by the way, if my dad's listening. Um, <laughs> not you. Exploit- We've already established yes, you're a you're hero. Gr- you're a hero. <laughs> um, and I just, for, when it comes to Rachel Hollis, um, she's talking about Christianity and big tenets of Christianity are humility, are yeah. sacrifice, are serving others. And we don't yeah. need you to like, serve Jesus us. Jesus would not be the CEO of Google. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. No. <laughs> We all know that Jesus would be a socialist. Like, right? Jesus would like legit be Bernie Sanders. Like, yes, Jesus would be. He'd be like, "This is bullshit." Get your act together. Organizer, and everyone would like. He'd be the guy handing out pamphlets to people on the street, and everyone's just like walking by. Yes. So I'm like, you see people like, you know, like good on people for making money, being successful, whatever, feeling the conviction of your faith. But let's just be real i don't know i just get so bothered the charity, by it the charity aspect of christianity feels so often lost in yes. a lot of these mainstream values that are preached like she doesn't talk at all about yeah using her success her wealth Ugh. her i guess she talks about her charity is like 
teaching girls how to feel better about themselves. But like, Ugh. are you involved in any like nonprofit? Are you are feeding you, people? Like, yeah. Are you... Like how is how how are you giving back? And I guess she just thinks that like this advice is giving yeah. back. I guess uh-huh. everything seems so generic and so soft so that people will not get upset so that her Christian following is like, ooh, she's new and right. she's new and, and like, saucy. It's and the- so it's I mean, it's smart and it's so strategically <laughs> towing this line between like it's not super Christian, so it's accessible, but it's not super feminine. Like it's this so nothingness that like. People from all sides of the religious and political spectrum can, like, yeah. get behind it. Like, if you're not someone who'd call yourself a feminist, you can, like, still get behind this book. And if you are, you, I guess you still can if you're not, like, paying enough attention. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, this whole, like, vaguely, just vague in, in everything and spitting these, like, nonsense things that everyone basically already knows mm-hmm. about life in a way that is designed to make the most money. And like, mm-hmm. I guess good for her, but it's not, it barely even takes any stance other than like, you can do it. You go girl. And God is great. And like, like God <laughs> is great and he's there, but like rely on yourself. Yeah. She says, so like God can be like a little background character, <laughs> but like, don't worry. It's not too godlike. Don't worry. There's not too much God. Yeah. So then like, you guys don't have to go to, church every weekend right like Like, god is like vaguely present but like you don't have to commit to him so like don't worry about it so then like a non-christian can buy it and a christian can buy it totally and um it all fits in that article um there's a quote by her again it's it's some version of you get to decide right now who you want to be um and this is this takes place at a uh like a, a public speaking like conference thing and um the writer says that that was a voiceover in the room. And she writes, there's something to this and something to hearing it from a woman, at least in a way that trades on a certain kind of privilege. I do get to decide. And this this woman, the writer, is a white woman, mm-hmm. which is worth mentioning, um, that I do get to decide. I want to tell myself and I can decide. I'm writing on this on the outdoor patio of the $250 a month co-working space I belong to in San Francisco, one of the most expensive cities in the world where, thanks to my husband's salary from his tech sector job, I can afford to live. And I think it's that Mm self-awareness. If you are not self-aware to understand how, how your privilege plays into where you are in life. It's just luck. And luck, yes. Yeah. But, like, you got lucky that you ma- You know what I mean? Like, She's you married... Like, but, like, yeah, yeah, she, like, basically has a whole chapter about how, like, she moved to L.A. and her goal was marrying Matt Damon. And that she got a job as an assistant at, at Miramax with mm-hmm. that goal. And, like, you probably lucked into that job at Miramax. Like... No kidding. Th- like, great. But, like, that's not something that's like, oh, just go get a job at Miramax yeah. and then you'll be good. Like, lots of qualified people don't get that because there's unavailability mm-hmm. or it's, like, very... Hired someone who mm-hmm. knew someone or whatever. So, yeah, it's just nonsense. I just, this is such dangerous, morally corrupt. I can't even think too much about how people think like that and in the world and how I know people who like this book. And it's, um, you know, I, I intend to read more criticism about this book um, 
from people of color because, like I said, I wanted to point out that this yeah. was written by a, a white woman. Um, but I, part of me appreciates the fact that somebody who seems to be her demographic is like, hold up. Like, you suck and what you're saying is dangerous and you're yeah. not considering these other groups. You're not considering that they're marginalized um, and that you are essentially helping them be marginalized. Right. You're not helping anybody get go forward in life aside from and the people like who have the privilege And it's like shame is like proven, shame like that is like proven as like a not an effective weight loss tool, even if that is like of course. something people want to do, which like it's also just like generally accepted that like that's not a measure of health, not a measure of how much you work out, not a measure of anything. Um, happy to encourage some good Instagram accounts to follow if people don't understand oh, yeah. that. Like, um, there's one called Your Fat Friend, like Why Our Fat Friend. That's a great one. And then there's also oh, one awesome. called um, The Fat Sex Therapist. I, I um, that. And they both have like a lot of great information on how how health and weight are not correlated and the fat phobia that is permanent perme, permeating permeating yeah permeating you got it. You throughout got it. everything mm-hmm. um so yeah just a plug for that yeah yeah i really like what the the writer says about i mean we keep re- repeating the fact that everything um making everything a matter of personal responsibility. You know, that's the major bias in her book. But she, the writer says, she asks us to interrogate and deconstruct the lies that we've believed about ourselves. And I wonder how that lens would function if we turn it on the lies she... I don't know. (laughs) The lies that she... she promulgates. Promulgates? Is that right? Don't know. (laughs) And girl, wash your face. So essentially, like, if we, you know, if we made her look into the mirror with her... Just like her selfies where she's holding up her book. Yeah. Oh my which, God. whatever. Hustle, I don't give a shit at this point. But I I, I, I just stand wish she was by. more shameless in, like, how like her who? methods. Tony, Tony Robbins. Robbins. <laughs> right. Well, she was talking about how she says she wants to be Tony, Tony Robbins for women, which I'm like, was he not already for women? It's like when they came out with pens for women, and you're like, yeah. we were using regular pens. Yeah. Um, but did yeah, you, did you see that documentary about the one guy who was like a major motivational speaker and then just like lost everything because no. of, oh, it's so good. I'll send you. Okay, I can't yeah. remember. But he basically is like, this is fleeting. Oh, yeah. Like, I, he. Because it's all trend based. It's all yeah. about like what's popular in the moment. And yeah, I mean, people grow, the world changes, things. People change perspectives. Yes, like, yes. But it's know. really, it's an, a really interesting look at motivational speaking and as is Tony Robbins I am not your guru on Netflix Mm -hmm. it's so good where he basically just like reveals that like he loves to perform he loves to perform and he he's not really saying anything meaningful he's I I think that he's quite self-aware yeah as I think about I think he's a bad person but he's (laughs) self-aware oh yeah yeah Marianne Williamson oh my god yeah she's just trying to sell another book she believes in love Love will heal us, and I'm fine with it. I think we need a little Honestly, bit of... Honestly, she's not the worst of she's the not. people running. I think she's incredibly self-aware, and I think I like the fact that she posted a meme of herself saying, I can't sleep tonight, <laughs> and I think it's wonderful. I don't know. She. I heard an interview with her the other day, and 
she's something. You know. I just think she's worth more respect than Rachel Hollis. So yeah. So (laughs) I guess in conclusion, like, girl, yes, girl, no, girl, no. Like, if you want self help, read Amy Poehler's book. Yeah. Read. I don't know. Listen to Super Soul Sunday with Oprah. Um, I love Super Soul Sunday. Same. Listen to the one with RuPaul. It will like make you sob. Yeah. I don't know. There's just so many other. So many other roots, and it's just this is just it's nonsense, and I hate it. Um, can I just say one more thing? And mm-hmm. I think it wraps up everything we're saying. And I'm actually very yeah. amused. Um, at the end of that article, it says the book never quite explains what it means to wash your face. Yeah, I was but waiting you get for that. the idea that it's a euphemism for toughening up, taking a good hard look in the mirror. Um, she writes about that really well i just wish she would actually do it girl right is that true i mean we wouldn't know because that's i assumed that it was like a metaphor for like it is like look in the mirror wash it it. off yeah every day do it yeah or your things are gonna break out which guess what when i wash my face it makes things worse so I need it. Maybe, we are all personal. Maybe that's just like, hey, guess what? Everyone's circumstances are different. Yes. Fake sugar got boils on my face for me. Yeah. Well, what? so yeah, what I eat and stuff affects my skin. But if I wash it too much, it yeah, gets worse. Yeah, so yeah. I need to just like let it be and try not to get stressed. And this book would not help me in no, any capacity. It would make me break out for a good long while. Um, okay. So yes, girl, no. Hard no. Maybe I'll just put on Amy Buller's book and just yeah, remedy all of I think of that's a good call. So next week, we will turn the episode focus yes. on ourselves. Um, it's a special episode. I am looking forward to connecting. And, yeah. And I hope everyone listens. Um, it's It'll be pretty special. Yeah, tune in. It's going to be fun. It'll be good. <laughs> it'll fun. be good. It'll be good, reflective. Vulnerability. Please yeah. listen. Love you so much. Love you guys. Bye. Do whatever you need to to yes. your faces. Exactly. Just look deep into my eyes. You're perfect and I think you should know. That you don't need no lipstick. You don't need no blush. Cause you've got that inner natural glow. Magazines say that you whack. Girl, don't believe you. Just leave that tabloid trash on the rack. Girl, don't you read the and who cares what they think now watch that love and face off in the sink in the sink thanks for listening to only girls you can find us on instagram and facebook at only girls pod and if you have a suggestion or just want to say hi email us at onlygirlspod at gmail.com or call us at 903-35-GIRLS you can find me Natalia Rodas on Instagram at Natalia Jane Rodas and Twitter at O Natalia Jane and you can find me Sarah Gorman on Instagram at Sarah Gorman and Twitter at the Sarah Gorman and on Etsy at the smash shop dot Etsy alright bye you'll be the hottest girl in the nation with just a touch of foundation girl I can't be seen with the ghost from the rain I didn't know that your lashes were so stubby and pink just a little mascara and you'll look female Please listen girl what we're trying to say Just get up an hour earlier And you can make yourself much girlier Much girlier Girl you don't make up You're perfect when you wake up Just don't go outside
I want to get real with you. I got a lot of regrets in my life. I regret missing my father's funeral to audition for The Voice. I regret being high when my niece was born. But most of all, I regret telling you not to wear makeup. That's on me. But what's on you is hopefully more makeup. See, it's like I tore up the shag carpet assuming there were hardwood floors underneath. But it turned out to be just dirty linoleum. These are just metaphors, girl. But they are about your face.